Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. There's been a movement across America to defund the police. Who needs policemen anymore? Well, today we have a book by Don, John DiGirolamo about the good cops. It's not about the badge, it's the name of the book, and he has true stories of six Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have part two of our recurring interview with John DiGirolamo. His first book we talked about yesterday, I'll hold that up, it's not about the sex, we talked about human trafficking. Uh, today, we have a totally different topic about policemen, honest cops who spend a career behind the badge and they defend our safety. And we're so thankful to our law enforcement officials. I wanna to welcome to the program, John DiGirolamo. The subtitle is, Real cops, real stories, join their journey. It's not about the badge. It, well, if it's not about the badge, then what is it? <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so it's about small town police officers and the human side of, the, of policing. These are not uh, major crime stories about you know, the cop who saves the terrorist from blowing up the subway in New York City. These are regular, men and women out on patrol doing their job and coming across you know average everyday criminals if you will right uh and you know we've seen a lot of movies with a lot of drama but these are the the real life stories the family stories the duty stories the work stories what what do they remember and why did you happen to pick these six officers who told their story yeah so i, I wrote this during the defund the police movement because i felt like small cops never got a voice. You know, if they were portrayed in the media, it was the Barney Fife bumbling type of cop. These cops are very well trained, and in many times, they're in more dangerous situations. If you're in rural America, you might be out on patrol by yourself, typically, and if a call comes in and you need backup, that backup could be 20, 30 minutes away if you're out in the mountains or, or out in the farmland. That's a huge amount of time for another uh, cop to come and assist you. And so people kind of forget that police have this very unique job description. I mean, they're regular people who put themselves in danger every day on purpose for strangers. And oh, by the way, they, they don't really make that much money doing it. Well, that's true. A lot of men and women in uniform, whether it's in the military or uh, firemen, first responders, but especially our police are under the gun, uh, figure, you know, not just spiritually or, or metaphorically, but the criminals threaten their lives. And, and maybe it's just a routine traffic stop. I've been pulled over for speeding now and then. Don't, don't tell my wife. <laughs> but but, but uh, when a policeman approaches what seems to be an ordinary event, sometimes that goes wrong. And their training is the only thing that may, they may be approaching a hardened criminal who's gonna threaten their life. How do they know? How do they deal with that? Yeah, you, you know, I, I, I asked these uh, officers, tell me about a day on the job you'll never forget. 
And I got all kinds of very interesting and diverse answers, uh, which was a bit of a surprise. I thought small town, I'd kind of get all the same answers, but there really weren't. And they weren't necessarily the big crime that was extraordinary. It was how did what they encountered really impact themselves as a person? How does it impact their family life? Um, and things that they remember years later. So these are the you know, tidbits of stories that, that I tell uh, through their eyes. Can you tell us what, I mean, there's six different particular stories from six uh, senior policemen or retired policemen looking back at their, that one moment that made an emotional impact, a significant emotional event in their lives. Uh, give us an example. Sure, well, one of them was, um, was uh, Sergeant uh, Jesse Cortez. So he was working on a case of, of a guy who was, um, had a warrant out for illegal weapons, uh, robbery, et cetera, um, small town type of crimes. However, this guy came to his house and took a 12 gauge and shot up his um, doghouse. Now in a small town, the good news is, is that if you've been around, you know who all the criminals are. The bad news is, they know who you are. Uh -oh. You're not an anonymous cop as if you're in a big city that they'll probably never see you again. They know where he lived. So now you've got this criminal who takes a 12 gauge, shoots up on his property. I hope the dog's okay. Yeah, the dog survived. Okay. But how do you explain that to your family? How do you explain that to your five-year-old and your, and your three-year-old that they could be in danger? What's going through your head when when that is, is happening in real time. So you, you, I really try to get into the, the emotions, the, um, the thought process of doing that. Now, what's interesting about this story is this is during COVID. So this is a local guy. So they kind of know where his friends are, where they might have to stake out. Well, that's what they do. So this guy is at a friend's house and they're about to go and, and get into, get into um, and arrest him. Well, he decides to uh, jump on his friend's moped and he's riding through the fields. Moped only goes 30, 40 miles an hour, but he's riding through farm fields to, to try to get away from the cops. He lands up going down into downtown Buena Vista on July 4th during COVID, during the parade. Oh now, gosh. because it's COVID, you couldn't actually be on the streets anymore. Remember that first year in July right, of 2020? Right. But this sounds like a movie script. I mean, if you had drone footage, you could see him riding through the woods and into the town, and it suddenly does. there's the parade, right. and, and then there's a policeman chasing him. So, so, so the townspeople, they want to do the parade. So they're say, we're just going to do it ourselves. So they just got a lineup of cars and et cetera, and they're going to go through town. Uh, there's only one stoplight, so they're going to obey all the rules. Well, they see this guy in a moped, Lights flashing, couple cops now going after this guy. They think they're part of the parade. Oh my gosh. And so now the cop is thinking, what's this guy gonna do? I mean, he, he obviously has a weapon, knows how to use it. Is he going to um, you know, stop, cause an accident? Is he going to maybe take someone, carjack them? What's going to, what's going to happen? So those are the kinds of things that aren't reported in the media. What's going through the, the police officer's mind in real time? Did he catch the bad guy? Did it end happy? So, yeah, the guy goes through town on his moped, rides on the railroad track, which are um, decommissioned, but he's riding, bumping around 
on his moped at 20 miles an hour with a guy um, in, in, in the police officer SUV following him behind. He eventually crashes and they arrest him. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but this crazy was so, story. <laughs> so exciting that I forgot to take a commercial break. We need to talk more with John DiGirolamo right after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Fire box. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. True life cop stories. I love, I, these, this needs to become a movie, but it is in It's Not About the Badge. One of three books, It's Not About, It Is Not About.com, where you can buy all three, but this one, It Is Not About the Badge. Six true life stories of law enforcement officials. Okay, so you told us a true life story of uh, uh, Sergeant Cortese, can you tell us another story? Sure, there's, uh, there's a story of uh, Detective Dean Morgan. He was working up in Park County at the time. He's now the chief of police in um, Buena Vista. But at the time, uh, he's up in the Fair Play area and they get a call that there is a, uh, a guy who's gone into Platte Canyon High School, which is in Bailey, uh, on 285 coming down the hill. Um, and a guy has taken seven teenage girls hostage. 
he threatens to blow up the school. This is a few years after Columbine. So Bailey, between small town fair play, big town Denver, is 30 plus miles away, but it's still in the, in the county. So he's going down in his car, trying to, trying to find out what's going on. And so he's the seventh officer on the scene. And they're still evacuating kids out of, um, out of the high school. Now, the Jefferson County SWAT team outside of Denver is called, but they're a half hour out. In a crime, active crime situation, such as a school shooter, shooter or someone who has um, threatened to blow up the school, that's an eternity, a half hour. Right. So what is Detective Morgan thinking during this? What do they need to do? Do they bull rush this guy? Do they try to surprise him? Do they give in to his demands? What happens? And so it kind of goes through that perspective of the officer and, and how, um, you know, how this impacted him in the years to come. Now, this was a, you know, kind of a big case in Colorado. And you know, unfortunately, one, um, one of the teenage girls was murdered during this, um, during oh. this incident. Oh my. And you know, the last text that she sent her parents was, I love you guys. And that was that started this uh, organization. She knew what was happening. She, she yes. That that could have been her last text, and in in fact, it was. It was, and the parents started the I Love You Guys Foundation, um, and and so some good kind of came out of that. But you know, all of the survivors wrote uh, Detective Morgan a thank you card for essentially oh being one of the officers key to this. Uh, operation and the other six girls were rescued the other six girls were all rescued they were all freshmen in high school he has that thank you card framed in his office wow so you know it has an impact and when he tells you that story you can see it on his face he's reliving that entire incident and so that's what I try to capture from his perspective <clears throat> of what happened that day and how it happened and it affected him the rest of his life you know, these are the kind of policemen that need more funding, not less. They don't need to be defunded. They are the thin blue line risking their own lives. The, the, the line between chaos and law and order. That, that is, they are the thin blue line that is all that is protecting society from devolving into complete chaos where the criminals rule and, and threaten and sometimes kill innocent high school girls. That, that's just an incredible story. Now, to be fair, there are some examples in, in recent news and recent years of police brutality. And, and we've all seen uh, the, the, the racist stories, the, the allegations, uh, that there are some bad apples in the bunch. Is there a solution to, to fund the good cops but not the bad cops? Yeah, you know, any industry, there's always going to be bad apples. You know, I think statistically, if you look at, uh, you look at those numbers, the actual incidences are really, really small. You know, the, the quote, unarmed black man who is shot or, um, you know, is killed in a situation like George Floyd, those are really rare compared to the uh, number of incidences that happen. Now, we're, we're not delegitimizing them. They are no. horrific stories, and, and they, that needs to be dealt with. Uh, most policemen are honest cops that are well-trained and highly professional and probably underpaid, and, and, and they're the ones protecting us from the bad guy with a gun. 
Because the only thing that's going to stop the bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah, so one of the things that, that I would ask these um, officers is, what do you think is your best strength? And so Officer uh, Jesse Mistral said, I can de-escalate a situation. I can deal with that and have it so no one's arrested. Now, that's the story you never hear in the media. No one's arrested. Right. Right? It's only when it's something where, where somebody's killed or, or hurt or, or something that they capture on video that the media can sensationalize. And so one of the stories in, in Officer Mitchell's um, chapter is how he got into a situation, how he had these conversations with a domestic violence situation. That is one of the areas that is the most volatile, most unpredictable, and most dangerous for police officers because you don't know what you're walking into. Emotions are running high. Many times drugs or alcohol are involved. Many times there's weapons involved. Somebody could be beat up, etc. And so he walks into this domestic situation and de-escalates it. And the story ends, no one's arrested. Those are the stories no one ever hears about. And that's why I wanted to feature it in this book. Yeah, uh, the book is, it's not about the badge. And it's one of three books. Uh, John, just, we need to take a short break, but I wanna point people to, it's not about the predator. This is a very thin book. It's a parent's manual for protecting kids from online predators. You need to get this for your grandchildren. Visit itisnotabout.com to get all three of his books. Uh, more with John after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. My employees and I are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary and to celebrate, we're bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with the most amazing cotton. Two inch pipe gusset comes in four custom loft levels and it's machine washable and dryable. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported in line. That's why we've been around for 20 years because MyPillow works. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, only $19.98. With my 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. The website, itisnotabout.com, is where you can find all three books by John DiGirolamo, who is, I'm getting good at saying that now, DiGirolamo, <laughs> DiGirolamo. It's an interesting spelling, kind of like Klingenschmidt, right? You can, you can mess it up more ways than you can say it, right? Today, today we're talking about it is not the butt. Uh, <laughs> it is not about the badge. The badge, the badge, the... Police, these are hero stories, and John has told six of them. Uh, give us another story. Um, sure. So uh, one, one of the stories is um, Detective Jamie Murray. Uh, this is based um, in, in a small town in Nebraska. And so there was a bank robbery, and he, uh, he landed up. Um, they, get a, they got a description of, of the vehicle of the bank robbers. It was a minivan. Well, he landed up seeing an exact description uh, just a mile away from the bank. Well, he pulls this lady over, and uh, it's not the bank robber. It's a lady with two kids in the back. She had a, uh, a warrant out for her arrest. What was it for? She was late paying her dog license fee. Dog true, license? True story. It's, it's, they issue a warrant for this? Apparently in this town they do. Cuffer, he, you, he pulled over a perpetrator. That, this is, this you may is want to talk to the town council about changing this law, but <laughs> duty bound, he is obligated to do something about this. So he wanted to, what is the common sense approach to doing this? He, he didn't want, you know, two kids are in the back. They got groceries. They're a couple miles from home. So the story talks about how he decides to really be compassionate. He said, okay, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to contact your husband. He's going to come and get the kids. We're going to meet down at the police station. You're going to pay this $25 fine or whatever it was, and we're going to take care of it. Um, he never saw the bank robbers at all. But the story was how somebody could be compassionate, still follow the law, follow the protocols, but kind of be common sense and smart about it. And yeah. I thought that was a really unique story. Again, no one gets arrested. That's never in the headlines. And, and yet the husband and the wife you know, felt very appreciative of this. And it was all kind of over in a couple hours. But the, I wanted to have a story that was really different, that wasn't a, you know, a, a, like a detective story or, or something where they're trying to solve a murder. And again, it goes back to that question, tell me about a day on the job you'll never forget. And he looked at that situation as an opportunity to kind of be a human being one person to another. This is incredible. You never hear the good stories about policemen who save the day. I mean, the, the movies are full of them, right? Because the terrorists are always evil and they're shooting people up. But just the day-to-day -day interaction of everyday cops doing their job to make your community a little bit safer. And it doesn't have to end in an arrest. 
It could just be the resolution of human common problems, getting your dog license paid off and make sure, making sure that you're not um, arrested wrongfully. This is how we prevent injustice and we prevent wrongful arrest is for well-trained, human compassionate law enforcement officials to engage with the community. Uh, okay, we have just three minutes left. Uh, you have time for one more story? For, the, the book is, it's not about the badge. What else can you tell us? Yeah, so one of the other stories in there that, that kind of led to writing the Predator book was um, what my daughter, who's a police officer, uh, Megan DiGirolamo, is featured in there. And she tells a story of an online predator who, you know, where we live in uh, Buena Vista is a popular tourist town, rafting, etc. So this girl comes up with her family to do a rafting. She gets uh, approached with someone with a fake profile, good-looking 15-year-old boy. The next thing you know, um, she thinks she has a relationship with them. They've never met, they've never talked on the phone, all on texting. And she now has this, quote, friend who asks for pictures. She complies. He immediately, well, we don't really know if it's a he or not because the source of that was somebody in a foreign country. So we'll never know. Oh but, but this, you know, fake boy starts threatening her. Pay me money. Send me more pictures. If you don't, I'm going to send all of your, what I've received so far, uh, explicit pictures to all your friends and family. So eventually she went to her parents, parents went to the police, and this all stopped. But before it stopped, he did send all of those pictures out to everyone in her friends and family. Um, uh, contact network. Wow. And so it's just humiliating for a teenage girl. Right. And and so it goes to show that these people out there, you know, they're not following Christ. They're not following biblical teaching. They just want money. They just it's nefarious purposes. And they're willing to humiliate a girl for this. Uh, your daughter, a law enforcement official, married a cop and and they're happy and they're part of the book. Uh, the book is it is not about the badge. The pamphlet you should get today, it is not about the predator. Both of these at the website, itisnotabout.com. John, we have just one more minute left. Uh, please address the audience. What do you want them to know and, and do? Yeah, I mean, predators are out there and you've gotta be paying attention as a parent and grandparent. And you have to have those hard conversations with the kids, telling them what's going on out there, what are the perils and really kind of having that open dialogue relationship because the last thing you want is your kid coming to you crying when it's all after the fact. You want to try to be proactive before bad things will happen. You know, hopefully these, these books reveal what you can do as a parent. Uh, one with a very common sense guide and the others through storytelling where you learn a lot through the stories uh, and don't realize you've learned something till the end because hopefully you've wanted to turn the page and find out what happens next. Amen. Let's take a moment and pray for our law enforcement officials. Would you in the audience pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for those who are in the thin blue line and protecting our safety and protecting society from utter chaos and from criminal intent. Lord, bless them. Bless our law enforcement officials who do it right. Give them better pay, give them uh, respect from the community and weed out the bad apples, 
We don't want them in there, but, but certainly God, you are acting through them and we ask you to continue to do that to protect us in Jesus' name, amen. John's website is itisnotabout.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate today. We need your donations to bring you these kind of interviews. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer or to donate by phone, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.